You will never have enough time. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without losing your soul or your mind in the process. So recently I was talking with a couple of clients and we were discussing their calendars. One of them was a medical director at a hospital and the other was a vice president of a large software company. But both of their calendars looked very similar. Maybe you can relate. Wall-to-wall meetings, two or three appointments competing for the same window of time. It's not unusual. There is an unending stream of information, problems to solve, decisions to make, fires you've got to put out, constant interruptions from email, text, phone calls, messaging apps. And that's before the projects that you've got to work on to build that better future. What do we do with all of this? You know, one answer is time management, and there are so many different approaches to time management, but I like to keep things simple. And ultimately, I recommend a strategy that I think is pretty straightforward. It's one that I, I work by, I live by, that at Let's Grow Leaders, we use frequently to keep ourselves focused and get the most results out of the time and energy that we do have. The first step is to realize that you can't do everything you want to do. You don't have enough time. Now, you might be listening going, David, that's not a revelation. I know that. There's knowing it intellectually, and then there's knowing it at a deep emotional level. What I find for myself and for many leaders is there's this belief, this visceral belief that if I just work hard enough, if I just find the right time management system, I'm going to be able to get it all done. And that's a lie. There will never be enough time. In fact, I refer to this as infinite need finite me. In any moment, there are a thousand different things you could be doing. Right now, you could be doing any number of different things. You're listening to this podcast. And even while you're listening, you have a choice. Are you going to think about what you're hearing? Are you drifting off and thinking about work or thinking about your family tonight or your friends this weekend? There's an infinite number of things you can do with any given moment. But there's a finite amount of you you only get to do one. That's it. Just one. You probably know the research around multitasking and that true multitasking is a myth. Your attention switches from one task to the next. And sometimes when I talk about this, I'll have somebody say, hey, listen, you know, if I'm a parent, I know I can hold my child in one arm, have another pulling on my leg, be stirring the pot and be on the phone at the same time. Yes, you're doing a number of things at the same time, but only one of them has your attention. Otherwise, you're rapidly switching and nothing's getting your full attention. The fact is, when it comes to meaningful, productive work, the kind of work you want to be doing as a leader, you can only do one thing in any given moment. So what's that one thing going to be? As long as you're caught thinking, oh, if I can just do a little bit more, it's possible I'll get it all done, you're going to be stuck and you're going to suffer. So once you've made peace with that reality, infinite need, finite me, next you want to move to thinking about what is it that matters most? What matters most for your team, for your work? What are the results that are the most important for you to accomplish? And in your life, what are the things that are most important? The time with your family, the investment in your children or your friends, or maybe a hobby or a goal or a passion that you have. What is it that matters most? In many ways, you can figure that out. 
But most of us, if we take a few moments, you can just take five minutes and jot down at work, at home, and in life, what are the things that matter most? And once you know what matters most, then it's time to identify the MIT. MIT stands for most important thing. And at Let's Grow Leaders, we like to say, mind the MIT. Or some of the folks that we work with will say, mind the MIT. However you pronounce it, doesn't matter. The principle here is that every day, there's an MIT. That every day, there is one most important thing you can do to move yourself toward whatever it is that matters most. It may be making one phone call. It may be having a tough conversation with someone on your team. It may be going to your boss and getting an explanation or advocating for more resources. Your MIT can vary from day to day. In fact, it can vary from morning to afternoon. And frequently, I will identify one to three MITs and the order in which they need to be done, and they can change throughout the day, and they can change depending on what matters most. So on a given moment, the most important thing you can do might be finishing the project that's got a deadline coming up. Another time, the most important thing that you can do might be investing that time in your family or your friends. Once you've identified your MIT, it's time to do the most challenging piece of all. Do your MIT first. Whatever is the most important, get it out of the way first. Your day is going to fill up and you're going to have interruptions and you're going to have things you need to respond to. So if you can make it a principle in your life that whatever matters most and the most important thing you can do to achieve what matters most, you do first, you will find your productivity soaring. You'll find the results that really matter, you're getting done. The things that don't matter, they're not going to get done anyway, so why spend the extra time doing them? And especially, don't spend the extra time doing them at the cost of your MIT. Before email, before voicemail, before checking in with your boss, your team, whoever it is, if it's at all possible, do that MIT first. If it takes 30, 60, 90 minutes, you'll be done and you're ready to deal with everything else. So when you're doing your one thing, your MIT for that day, turn off your phone, turn off the social media, anything else that can't wait. And there's almost nothing that can't wait for an hour or 90 minutes. You can use this language with your team to help them understand the infinite need, finite me dynamic. As they accept that reality, help them to focus on what matters most, both as a team and for them as an individual, and what their daily MIT might be. We use that language all the time. What's your MIT today? And teams that we work with find that that massively increases their time, their focus, and their energy for what actually matters. Think about a normal work year. If you work 50 weeks each year, that's 250 work days minus a few holidays. That's 250 most important things. What would happen to your team, to your results, to your career if you seriously accomplished 250 MITs every year? You'd be shocked at what you can achieve. I love to answer questions and I would love to answer yours. So send in your question about leadership, management, what's going on in your world, and we can use it in a future episode. To submit your question, you can go to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. You'll find the appropriate button, and you can leave a message there. Or you can email me at david.die at letsgrowleaders.com. 
Our recent episode on Welcome to the Hope Business got quite a few positive comments on social media and via email. But there are still some folks who struggle with that, and I have received a couple of questions around it, and I'm going to summarize those questions this way. The main issue that people have with Welcome to the Hope Business and the idea that as a leader, your number one job is to provide hope for your team comes down to a very transactional way of thinking. You know, the the opposition usually goes something like this. Listen, David, I took this job because we got to get things done. Like I'm making some more money here. We got to make, we got to get things done. That's my job. And if people want hope, they got to provide hope for themselves. Like that's not why I'm here. And on some level, I respect that. It's honest and it's an assessment of what they're doing and why they're doing it. Well, what I would say is that if just getting things done is working for you, fine. I'm not going to tell you that you have to change. What I will tell you, though, is that leadership, the act of inspiring people, the act of bringing more from a team than anybody would contribute individually and achieving things that are beyond you, that requires hope. There's no way around it. The idea that we can have a better tomorrow if we work together, that's hope. And that is the essence of leadership. There's no way around that. So if you took a management role and you don't want to lead, that's okay. But I will tell you that you're going to have to become okay and comfortable with less than stellar results, with people not bringing their full selves to their work. And ultimately, you're not going to achieve what you're capable of as a team. And if that's okay for you, so be it. But I actually have never met a team leader even at any level who is satisfied with that. We want that more. We want that something special. We want that thing that we can do together that we can't do individually. It's an internal human need. And so when I say welcome to the hope business, I, I mean it. If you're taking the job where you're going to take responsibility for a group of people to guide them to do something that we can't do ourselves individually, that's leadership. That's the hope business. Thanks for listening. Remember, focus on what matters most. Acknowledge the reality that there's an infinite number of things you could do, and there's a very limited supply of you to go around. So what matters most? What's your MIT? What's that one thing that you can do in any given moment? And listen, if you're finding these podcasts helpful, would love to ask you to share them with a manager that you care about. The leaders in your life who could use some of the same tools, strategies, and tactics to be the leader you'd want your boss to be. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.